Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, is supported by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off, plus free shipping with code CLUBAT22. Your balls will thank you. Hello everyone, uh, and uh, a Merry Christmas and a Happy Boxing Day. Uh, welcome to Club Reaction here on Club at 22, as Rangers have a very um, comfortable routine win, dominant win over St Mona Ibrox, whatever you'd like to look at it, but it was a, a good way to spend Boxing Day afternoon. Uh, I am your host, Scott Carney, and joining me is the Covid Brothers. First off, Ali Pearson, how are you mate, how are you feeling? Yeah, I've had better Christmas to be honest. Um <laughs> Myself, Scotia, obviously myself and Scotia have uh, tested positive for COVID. Scotia was the day before the 22nd, I was the 23rd. So that's Christmas and and Hogmanay ruined for, for me and poor Scotia as well. It's um, speech off camera. It's a bit surreal because me and Scotia actually feel all right, apart from a blocked nose, a, a mild cold, if you want to call it. And you need to stay indoors for 10 days knowing that you feel actually all right, to be fair. But... Is what it is. There's hundreds of thousands of other people in the same situation as us. It seems to be quite rife at the moment. Um, but the only thing that brightened up my Christmas was uh, watching the famous Glasgow Rangers today. Yes, you're a truther, mate, for, for battling through the, the COVID and coming on to do this. Scotia, how are you, mate? How are you feeling? I love how Ali speaks for me there. You know, he's just said... <laughs> I couldn't say No, I feel absolutely terrible. I feel... I'm a wreck. No, I feel totally fine. No symptoms at all. The only reason I tested myself is because I was going to go up to Glasgow to get a wee bit of last-minute shopping in on the 23rd. So I thought, I'll test myself on the 22nd. And then, I lo and behold, it came back just before we started recording the, the live pod on, on Wednesday night there. And then it came back positive. But I feel totally fine. If... Covid wasn't going about. I'd be going about my normal business, to be honest, because I feel absolutely fine. 
I, I, I must just be really lucky the fact that I've not caught it because you've we've obviously you've obviously picked it up on Saturday. That's something that I can think is where you've got it from where you've been, uh, and used to have ended up with it. And I haven't. I've, I don't know how many times I've tested myself, man, and I've not had it. So I was happy about that. I know it's, I very felt very sorry for you, lads. To be honest, that was a a terrible pain used to get just before just before uh, Christmas. Uh, but um, I get released before the. Just, I get released at the bells as well, so I'm all right. When's the bells? When are you early? New Year's Marty? Day. Yeah, New Year's Day. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. Well, yeah, yeah me and Scotch have already planned for the, the second of January for a Sunday fun day because we will be um, have ten days of misery stuck inside. I will yeah. be going out for a beverage on that Sunday because I go back to work yeah. on the fucking Tuesday. So yeah, no, quite right. Um, I'm just happy he's only got bad symptoms or nothing lads that's it really is and obviously hopefully he's he's uh he's around now before long uh right we'll get into the football uh before i do obviously um you can join the 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 youtube channel now there'll be a link for that below this podcast please like the video subscribe to the youtube channel all the usual stuff you can also buy the podcast at a coffee as well and uh, yeah, we're obviously supported by Manscaped, the best in men's ball, the waist grooming. Go to manscaped.com, use the code CLUBAT22, you'll get 20% off and free shipping. Your balls will definitely thank you. So into the football, lads. Um, again, the most ridiculous thing is the 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 kind of building up to the game. Um, my stepdad, Sheila, now he's an Aberdeen fan. Um, so he planned to use my telly to watch the Aberdeen game today. However, Rangers were playing, so you don't really get much chance of that. But we had a conversation before it, and this the 500 people even inside Ibrox makes no sense to me whatsoever. You could have at least a quarter of that uh, stadium full, uh, quarter capacity. So, yeah, really kind of sad to see it like that today. Um, we all wish we could be there, obviously. Used to have got COVID, but it's just a, a sad way for a football stadium to look at this time of year because everybody would have been looking forward to going to the football. Uh, just unfortunate. But they're starting 11 today. Uh, McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Bassey, Barisic, Kamara, Hadji, Aribo, Kent, Wright and Morelos. Very attacking 11. Um, Ali, uh, one holding midfielder as well. Uh, Kamara, something Giovanni's not really scared to scared to do. So what was your thoughts on the team? Yeah, same I put it in the group chat. I thought, I thought it was really attacking. Um, Steve Davis was on the bench as well. We've not heard about Steve Davis. He was on the bench, which is good to see. So, um, no, I was I was quite happy. The only one I thought maybe Sakala might have started, but Scott Wright probably deserved a chance from his wee cameo in the last game. But no, I was delighted with starting him. I just thought we knew Jim Goodwin came and he told us before the game kicked off he's going to park a bus there. <laughs> so and he was true to his word, Jim Goodwin. But um, and we needed players to unlock doors. I thought, and that's why he chose quite an attacking lineup. So I was happy with it. Yeah, so was I. Um, again, we I think we all picked the same team pretty much. We said that it was obviously Bissacala for. Um, in fact, no. I think we might say Arfield might have started. Oh, Arfield, Arfield, Bissacala. Well, that's right. Yeah. Uh, it was Hadji and Wright, obviously. So yeah, a bit of a shock to me, um, Scotia, to, to see Scott Wright. Um, but as Ali mentioned, he probably deserved his chance. Yeah, and actually, the more I thought about it today, when I looked at the bench. Sakala's the only striker really we've got apart from Defoe at the moment. So it would make sense to keep Sakala on the bench just in case Morelos ends up not having a great game and then you can, you know, switch like for like in that regard. So it, that's maybe something to watch out for until until Roof's back in the picture. Um, that you might see Sakala starting on the bench a wee bit more than we would think because we've not got that many options up front. 
But no, very attacking team, very happy with it. Yeah, all trust in Geo. Definitely. And to have Clyde's Towsley and uh, Neil McCann commentating is just spectacular, man. It's everything that you want to listen to. They are they're brilliant, especially Neil, the way Neil McCann talks about football. I missed him in the when it first rolled on RTV and it was Alex Ray. I was like, where's Neil McCann? <laughs> I was like, what's going on here? I just expected to see him, not knowing that obviously he was a co-commentator today. But yeah, obviously it was there too. And it's always good to have Clyde, man. Clive, he's, he's, he's very good. Um, so we'll get into the, into the game. Uh, St. Martin had obviously set up with the, the 5-4 one out of possession. Uh, Rangers are the brighter of the two teams in the opening stages, as you would expect. And I had the feeling that the word patience yet again would be the, the, the key word of the day um, from the start. Anyway, first real chance comes from Alfred, for Alfredo on nine minutes after a great cross from Bonner. He can't get up high enough and the header is over the bar. So Murner were so deep in that first half that Golden and Bassey were about 30 to 35 yards away from the St Murren goal. Everybody was in the, the St Murren half. And then Rangers take the lead um, from a corner in the 13th minute. Good delivery from Tav. Knocked onto the back post by a rebo. Uh, Scott Wright, of all people, was there to head it down. Head it home. Downward header. Keeper can't quite keep it out. And it's just the start we needed, Ali, after the, the back 11 that St Murren were playing. Yeah, it was coming all it was coming all that game to be honest, and I didn't even know who headed it at first. To be honest, I was up because I was up celebrating too much, and I was like, "Who actually headed that?" And Scott Wright, and I thought, Fuck, "He's the smallest guy in the park, Scott Wright," and good header for him. To be fair, I thought he looked bright, Scott Wright, the first first bit of that half. But I Rangers just it was coming, and that's why I think he's played all these attacking players because, like I said, they can unlock doors. These players, and it was always going to come in St Mirren. I know they had, I think, five players back in their starting lineup from the Celtic game during the week. How fit they are, I don't know, but offered nothing to Mirren. It was always coming today, it really was, and we thoroughly deserved it. And well done to Scott Wright, because I don't know how many headers he scored for a back post like that, but can it be many? Can't imagine too many, mate. No, definitely not. I can't think of he's, he's definitely not scored any for Rangers, I don't think. Um, but Scotia, as I said, when you're, you're going up against a team like the way St Murn were, were planning and did set up, like it can become frustrating very quickly that obviously we're not taking the lead. But to, to do that in 13 minutes, get the goal from the, I think it was our second corner of the day, it just settles everything down. And from that moment on, I thought, we won't lose this. Yeah, I mean, we could have had a penalty um, earlier in the game as well. I think Kamara was a bit too honest. Yeah, because Kamara and Aribo linked up really well and then Kamara gets fouled and if he, he's too honest and stays in his feet and tries to, you know, play the ball away. But if he goes down, I think that's a legitimate penalty. Do you not hate that? Do you not hate um, that saying, And it's though? not like a 50-50 the... penalty. He's too honest. Like, I hate that. I think, oh, he was too honest trying to stay in his feet. Well, it's yeah. still a penalty then, if that makes sense. Yeah, and it's that should that, that's the, the way I look at it is that's the way you should go about it because you'll get other there'll be other players in our teams you like say Alfie if they get touched like that they're going down all the time I think it's just the type mm-hmm. of player that Kamara is and to be honest it's probably what I would do in that situation if I ever managed to make it into the box <laughs> but yeah no so we had that and then the goal itself the, the, it was a I don't remember the can't remember the last time Rangers have scored a corner like this because Arebo flicks it on at the front post from the header over at the back post and then there's right to put it in. That's a that's an old school type of goal that I've not seen mm-hmm. us done in many a year, I don't think. But great, great, great to get off to a quick start. Um yeah, because 
obviously Goodwin was in the press during the week saying ah, he's going to park the bus, get his bus driver to park that bus on, on his 18-yard line. But yeah, it was coming, as Ali had said. Yes, it was. Uh, I think, well, obviously we scored a goal with Begolchen when they flicked it to Morelos, but I don't think you can really give... I'm not going to give Goldson that much credit for that because I think he tries to hit that on goal and he finds Morelos. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but um, he still gets an assist for it. But yeah, I could be wrong. But yeah, it was good to see Scott Wright doing it. And I think even by his celebration, he kind of turns around. He was like, have I just scored a header? Like, kind of reminded me of the time Steve Davis scored an overhead kick. He kind of stood up and went, did I just do that? So yeah, but I mean, the, the best possible start um, you, you, could, you can imagine. Um, Tav has an attempt just deflected wide after that. Um, that Almuk was at full stretch, but I thought uh, I didn't think that one was going in. I was out my seat for it. Hadji was then far too slack in possession in the middle of the pitch, leads to a booking for Golton as he flies into a tackle after a dangerous through ball from St. Murren. Definitely a booking. Um, it's a free kick in a dangerous area, but they will do well to. To, to do their job and block the attempt, but I think it was just a wee, a wee sign from Rangers not to be that slack in possession in the middle of the pitch. And then 26 minutes, Rangers make it to an absolutely superb cross from Borna Barisic to Alfredo, uh, who had lost his man. His header is a really good one, and it's really well saved by Almick. Uh, as he saves it, he kind of falls into the net. <clears throat> the rebound is then smashed home by Alfredo to make it 2-0. Uh, but, Scotia, that ball from Borna Barisic is absolutely world-class. Yeah, that's this is what Bourne is all about. It's what we what we remember from last season, particularly in Europe, some of the balls he was hitting. But it was it was almost like it was almost a dead ball he kind of hitting, really the way it was coming to him and he just scoops it over and the header from Alfie's great and the way he rockets the ball in from the rebound from Almwick was was brilliant to watch as well because you know when that happens sometimes you can get a wee bit flustered, but Alfie just rifles right through it and almost breaks the back of the net, doesn't he? Yes, it was it was brilliant. Uh, it was <clears throat> it's what Alfredo's all about. Ali, he's back to being the Alfredo that we know. He's looking dangerous. He's looking happy. Uh, and what was even better is I was sent a a, a tweet from Kerryfield Meltdown during the during the half, and the Celtic fan was pretty upset that he lashed the ball into the net as hard as he did, stating that the the aggression and the anger from the club goes from the uh, the players to the board. Um, this is what Alfredo does, though. Love it. It's nice of that Celtic fan to be watching a game, to be fair. So, <laughs> um, no, I, I thought Bar- Barisic has been back to Bona Barisic since Gio's come in. A lot of players have, and you can add Alfie to that list as well. I think Morelos looks not a different animal, but back to the Morelos that we all know what he is. I said a couple of weeks ago he looks leaner, fitter. He does. I was looking at photos from yesterday with his matching pyjamas on with his missus and his wee daughter. And he does, he looks, he looks, he looks lean, he looks fitter. And um, you'll probably come on to a wee run he does later on in the game, but no, great header. And Jack Alk, he always has a good game against Rangers. And to be fair, again today, he did, he kept that scoreline down for St Mirren, but Alfie on the rebound, there was somebody near him when a Rangers talk. I don't know if it was Hadji or somebody, but I was, I I think it was right, maybe. Was it right? Mm. I was like, right, leave that. That's Alfie's all day long, and he smashes it right in the net. Goes away, does the celebration. I should have been at Ibrooks looking up you, Carrie, doing that celebration, but because <laughs> of COVID and Nicola, we can't do that. But um, no, brilliant. And at that point, I was thinking, this is an absolute canter. This this will be a cricket score, but obviously we know it. We know what happened. 
Yeah, I, I was feeling the same. Uh, I was delighted to, to see Alfredo scoring because he is back to his best and he's he's back to looking dangerous. And we always say a happy Morelos is a very dangerous Morelos and that's the way he seems to be. But that, that ball from Borna Barisic is just... It's superb. It is everything. Alfie's movement in the box as well to get himself the space to get the header. He literally loses the defender. And <clears throat> to be first to react to it as he smashes at home. Uh, very, very pleasing goal and a, a very, very good start to the game for Rangers. Uh, Scott Wright then is a, a great burst down the, the right wing. A great wing up play. Uh, he's unlucky. He couldn't get the final ball away. But much more like it from Scott Wright. And Rangers were in total control. Alfredo's then unlucky with a great attempt after being slipped in. But another good save from Al McGonizum. But Rangers link up play the one twos, uh, the way we were moving the ball, keeping the ball, winning the ball back as soon as we lose it as well was really impressive and good to watch. Um, Morelos again gets a, a, a chance with a header after a great cross from Kent. But so the Marnali were really struggling to get in the game and it do anything. Uh, they couldn't defend, they couldn't attack, they literally had nothing. Um, they, they were so deep that when they were winning the ball, our centre-backs were on top of them before they get out their own half. And I honestly thought, I was like, if Goodwin doesn't change this, he's in for a long day here. Yeah, that was a long first half for them. Um, they had the hammer throw as Curtis Main up front for them, who had nothing, to be honest. No. Um, every time St Mirren got the ball, it was like, what's the Rangers feel like? I don't like Harden on the last season, but I need to... They hunted packs again, Rangers, and they hunted in packs and got the ball back and got it going again. And we had too many clever players in the park. See, when you've got Joe Rebos, you've got Kamaras, you've got Scotia's man Haji, who I thought was frustrating again today. But even him, they're clever players. And um, St. Man must have been knackered in the movement as well because the touch and go, touch and go. And it was. Um, I thought some of the play Rangers did in that first half was outstanding. I, I just wish I was at Ibrox today because it would have been, I think Scotia put in a group chat, it was the perfect Boxing Day game to go to mm-hmm. and it would have been for all of us because it was. I just thought Rangers were outstanding and Aribo once again for me is just I, I don't know what else to say about Joe Aribo. He's, he's unplayable at times. He just folk bounce off him now but I'm just, I fucking love struck the jewelry boys. <laughs> That's all I can say about it. <laughs> um, yeah, look, pretty much not everything. I don't want to be unkind to the rest of the team, but the the more dangerous of the moves that Rangers were putting together, Scotia, we're all going through Aribo. Uh, it's his, it's his vision, it's his movement, it's his holding off players. You think he's about to lose the ball. You think well, we're going to lose possession here, and somehow Aribo comes out with the ball and then plays a pass. We are like, wait, how did he even see that? We are running out of ways to praise this guy. We are, yeah. I mean, not only Aribo. I think a lot of our chances were Aribo, Kamara. Certainly in the first half, Aribo and Kamara were linking up really well. I don't. We've not got to the kind of the end of the first half, but there was Kamara won a really good tackle back, plays it into Aribo, who then plays it into Morelos. It was those three that were really making everything tick through the middle. I thought Kent and Hadji were in and out. They were flashing in and out at times. I wouldn't go as far as saying frustrating, but they weren't as as on game as um, I thought uh, Kamara, Aribo, Morelos and Scott Wright as well. I thought Scott Wright grew into the game. Once he'd scored the goal, settled down a wee bit. He was really good as well. But yeah, Aribo's just getting, every game he's getting better and better. And it's kind of like, start the game and it's like, right, the man of the match is going to be Aribo. 
someone else go and prove otherwise <laughs> because that's how good he is at the moment. He is. Yeah, that's exactly what he what he's doing, and it's the way that we're playing the fo- playing football, the way that we set up, and the, the freedom that he seems to have within the team just suits him down to the ground. Uh, he's very very impressive to watch, and I'm not looking forward to the January transfer window. That's what all I will say uh, about that. Um, Rangers, I said Rangers finish a half uh, two 0 up, a very dominant, controlled, and again routine forty five minutes for Rangers. I can't really praise the team a, a, enough for it. I didn't know what to expect. Obviously, they got a a result against the the free flowing firing um, Barcelona B side from the other end of the city. So <clears throat> I, I just didn't know what to expect. I didn't know how Rangers would react. Obviously, we we're off a, a pretty poor performance. Even though we got a result, it was still quite a poor performance. But today was everything that you want to see Rangers doing a, a home tie against a, a very stubborn or what could have been a very stubborn side. So we're just talking about the second half, lads. Um, so Merlin had obviously changed the formation, as you would expect. If they'd have stayed the same, as I say, I think it would have been a very, very long second half for them. Uh, Barisic has an attempt from a free kick, which is just wide, I think, um, Almut would have had it covered. Wright and Morelos are both looking very dangerous when they're getting on the ball. Tav also moved at one point into the middle. I don't know if you've noticed this. He can, um, when we were attacking, he, he, he almost became the Scott Arfield role. He was kind of like a... a Deep line playmaker that just in front of Kamara. I, 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 I'm all for that because it opened up. Tav's got a great range of passing on him when he's on form. And obviously, the commentators were saying as well that he's been encouraged to get in the box more, he's been encouraged to get forward more. But it's not the way that we would expect him to be getting forward because we are holding two wide players very, very wide. Scott Wright, Scott Wright and Ryan Kent were very wide today. And it was kind of freeing up this middle role for Tav, but I was quite intrigued by it. Yeah. I quite like these things with you. He's tinkering quite a bit with this team. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you see what he's doing. I, I thought Tav was really good today. I, I thought Tav. he was... He's, um, I know we'll come on to man of the matches, but he's right up there, I have to say. He was very, very good. I know what you mean, he was coming inside quite a bit. I know he is good at passing a ball, Tav, and he is good at breaking lines. You're kind of, as you say, you're, you're Scott Arfield role, breaking yeah. up. He can, he can do that, and he did do it a couple of times, and it's good to see. It's good to, because the Rangers team, and we all know under Gerard, it went a bit, a bit flat, if we're all being honest about it. And Gio's just brought a spark to it, and it's we can all say aye, it's come at a good time, and it probably has come at a good time for Rangers because he's reaping the rewards at the moment, and they just look a different team at the moment. Rangers, they just look that they're just going to turn teams over each week now. They really do, and I like these wee tweaks that he's doing, Van Bronckhurst, and it's good that he is doing things like that. And yeah, I thought Tav was brilliant today. I really did. I thought he was outstanding defensively and offensively. Yeah, Scotia, Ali makes makes a good point about the, the, the tinkering and the way that Gio's doing it. This team weren't broken when Gio took over. There was things that weren't happening anymore. We all said that it became a bit stale, etc. But the we the, the the tinkers, the tinkering that he's doing and the changes, the changes that he's doing, and they're freeing up players with the way that we are keeping two wide players as well. It's it's very exciting to see what he's going to do. Yes. Um, see if you'd came to me for my thoughts at halftime. We've basically just discussed what I was going to bring up. <laughs> Didn't script it. <laughs> this this was in my mind as well. I'd noticed it straight. We've noticed it since Geo's came in that the fullbacks don't bomb up as high as they used to. They've not got that license to do it because we're playing with two players out wide now. And you ta- and today in particularly, and Tav really was 
playing inside an awful lot because he had a natural winger out in the right-hand side, mm-hmm. not Yanis Hadji out in the right wing. It was Scott Wright that was out in the right wing there. So he was allowed to come inside to do that so that Wright could go up and do what a winger is supposed to do, which isn't Hadji. So let's hope that's the the last time. You know, that this is the first of many times we don't see Hadji getting stuck out in the right wing. Um, yeah, so these wee, these wee small tweaks that he makes. On the left-hand side, it wasn't happening as much because I still think Barisic is really good for getting a cross ball in, whereas Tav occasionally can be a wee bit like Wright. Wright needs to work on his, his final delivery a wee bit. But um, Tav's a wee similar in that respect, that sometimes Tav can just put a cross in and it hits the first man. Um, but no, it's good to see that Gio's identified all these wee things and he's making those tweaks that then just... And they're tweaks that they can then revert back to what we were doing two or three weeks previously. Um, and it confuses teams, whereas it kind of got predictable under Gerard that we're going to play this way regardless. Whereas I li- I'm liking this, that every game that I've watched so far, nothing's been exactly the same. It's, there's been, yeah, those all those wee small tweaks, which is really exciting to see. Uh, it's exciting as well as, uh, look, uh, we all want Rangers to get three points. We all want Rangers to, to win the games. That's the first and most important thing of any game of football that we watch Rangers with. But it keeps you excited as a fan, if that makes sense, because you're seeing something, you're going, oh, I've not seen that. I've not seen him being that there before. I've not seen this happen. And it's it's good to watch this team almost evolve into the, the kind of next phase that we're going to have under Gio. So, no, I just wanted to bring it up because... I quite like Tav being there. I know he's obviously he's come in interview saying I would play up top and all that. No, you're not you're not a striker, Tav. Obviously, he's he's not he's probably not going to score as many goals now, but the way that he's playing, but his assists will probably uh, get up and against a team like the way it was against St. Mum today, it was a, a real interesting thing to to see. Uh, a real good move then from Rangers leads to a, a clip cross to Kent. Um from Scott Wright, I think. I thought he was going to smash on the volley, but he, he cuts it back to Hadji, but he skies it. So, man, we're looking to be more positive and not play a back 10, uh, but it did look to me like it was only a matter of time before we got a third. Obviously, I was wrong. Um, Rangers were winning the ball back in packs uh, again, and it was really impressive to see, giving St. Man no chance of getting out or getting a break on us. And then Scott Wright goes close um, from a tight angle uh, after Aribo puts in... Uh, Puts him in, he smacks a post and it rolls out to Borna who smashes a thunder strike and it's deflected over the bar by the head of the St. Mun defender. Ali, <clears throat> he's lucky that it hit the top of his head because if it happened straight to the face, he'd probably have went to hospital. I think that would have knocked him spark out the way Borna had it. But I, I'm stopping here to discuss Scott Wright. Scotia made the point there about his lack of... Sometimes he's got a lack of quality with, with his final ball. However, some of his final balls today were perfect uh, and they were there to be put away. And I was, wrongly or rightly, I was surprised at how impressive he was for me today. Yeah, it was very good, Scott. I mean, we banged the drum... Oh, was it the beginning of the season? Last, aye, beginning of the season. I Scott Wright, we need to start. Scott Wright, we need to start him. And Gerard did start him. And he flattered to deceive, to be honest. He, he really didn't do much. And we had the discussion, is he an impact player? And we've seen him under Gerard come on and under Gio. And, and he does look like an impact player because he comes on when teams are tired. And that's when he, he benefits. But I thought today he was very good. Um, he looked dangerous. He got his head up a lot of time, as Scotia says. That is, it's his end product. And if you notice, 
Derek McInnes obviously does a lot of the, the he's on Sky Sports or whatever, and he mentions that's the thing he misses, Scott, Scott Wright, the end product, uh, scoring goals as well. That's what he needs to add to his game. And it'll come. I mean, he's only been at Rangers. This, is, this will be a year now he's been at Rangers because he came in in January. So I thought he was impressive today. I really did. Um, he was a nuisance. And he's a natural winger. When you've got Kent and Wright and the two wings, it's, it's a handful that because they're natural wingers, especially the way Gio wants to play. And I thought he was good. And he was very unlucky with that when he hit the post. And the back Borner shot was going in the back then. How the bloody referee doesn't know. see that's deflected it's beyond me to be honest but <laughs> that's another story but it was uh i was very unlucky with that one but overall i thought scott right um can be extremely proud of his performance today yeah scotia he's got pace to burn man like honestly I, he is so fast even he gets a, a ground in front of him he's a very fast player he was then unlucky again with a shot just after that which was followed by a, an attempt by a rebo. obviously both of them going wide to the mark but Scott Wright was and I, I'm a Scott Wright fan I, I wanted him to succeed obviously he got quite a hard time for a while but today he showed there's still a player in there and I think he took his opportunity today Oh, he grabbed it by the scruff of the neck today. Um, because when he's come in bef- previously and he's started a game, it's been he's not been great. But this season, when that was happening, no one else was great. And then once that happens, Gerard tended to revert back. To, right, we'll go back to type and we'll just play mm-hmm. who was playing previously. And then um, that was it. Um, but today, he grabbed the game by the scruff of the neck. The way that Geo plays, I think, suits him really well. Um yeah, Scott Wright, I thought was excellent today. I think did Neil McCann give him man of the match? Yeah, wasn't it? Was, yeah, was it? Was it? Uh, it was. Yeah, um, yeah. I it was. I was going through it, and he, uh, he was one of the standouts. Um, on those, see those two chances. I don't know if you were the same, but you let out that kind of guttural. Oh, you can't really mm. recreate it unless the goal, the goal's going yeah. in. But it was like two quick successions with your head in the hands. Um, I, that got me right off the chair. Those two, probably more so than the goals, to be honest, because you thought they were definitely going in. Um, for his other ones, were a wee bit. Will they? Won't they? Um, aye, but Scott Wright was great today, and um, aye, hopefully he kicks on because he, he's, he hasn't been getting tons and tons of chances starting games. Well, as well, the way the Geo plays, he wants wingers. We don't have, I mean, it's literally Ryan Kent and Scott Wright. They are our two out and out wingers. We don't really have another out and out winger. Obviously, we've got players that can play there, yes, but Brandon that's what Parker. he is. Stop bringing him up. He's not going to play for Rangers again. Get over it, man. Um, no, I, I, but I, you know what I mean? Like, he, he is an out and out winger. So I, I was impressed with him today, really impressed. And I'm happy that he's took his opportunity. Again, I was having a conversation with my stepdad, an Aberdeen fan, and he's like, he's not took his opportunity. And I was saying the same thing. I was like, I was such a fanboy of him and had such high hopes for him. And today we were both kind of pie on face a wee bit because he, he impressed me today. Uh, so there was in subs made in the last 20, as we entered the last 20 minutes, Ryan Kent came off, we kind of struggled today, to be honest, Ryan Kent wasn't, he had a few moments but he was good, they put in a few good balls into the box but they had said as well, it looked like he was maybe struggling with something, maybe it was precaution or something, they might have a wee knock, we don't know, uh, but it just wasn't really there for him today. Uh, and Hadji goes off uh, and Shakala and Arfield come on. Um you mentioned it with Yanis Hadji, the frustration. I I don't think he was good today. Uh, I think he did one 
one chance we had one moment where I thought that was really good everything else didn't come off for him and I think this reeks of a player trying too hard yeah I, I don't think he was bad today I don't think we had any bad no, players today but no. I, I, out of all the players I, I would have put him down near the middle bottom of the list I, I know Scotia's that's Scotia's main man but he does he does he does frustrate me Yanis Hadji and I know that's the player Yanis Hadji is as I've said umpteen times in this he provides that one moment of magic which just unlock unlocks a door and we score he's been frustrating the last two games and he probably has been trying too hard and I think Gio likes him because he has been mm-hmm. playing him. I think he's played pretty much every game under Gio, so he does like him, Gio. I thought he would. I thought he's his type of player. But yeah, he's been very frustrating, Hadji. And I, I, once again, he, I, he was good in patches, but he frustrated me a lot of the time, Hadji. And it just, I, I think it is. And he did that last season at one point. He was trying too hard and nothing came off for him. And then he hit a purple patch where he was decent. So... Yeah, maybe the breaks come at a good time for Hadji where he can kind of sit back and he can get them on the training ground and drill them and see what he really wants to do with them and we'll come back in three weeks' time. But yeah, I thought once again Hadji was... Um, if Basically, if we're playing Aberdeen on Wednesday night, I don't think Hadji would start for that game. I think Scott Arfield would come back in. Very possibly. Obviously, we'll never know that um, due to Nicola Sturgeon and COVID. Uh, but... I feel like me and you, me and you, Ali, should take a wee bit of cover here because I'm going to come to Scotia about Hadji. And we might be, we might be about Bucky's to locked in that room. We might be about to do the raft. Scotia, have you been too harsh on Hadji? Um, well, no, because it'll get thrown back in my face because I've kind of declared my love for Hadji that I'm being too too lenient on him. But I think you are being too harsh on him. Um, I thought him and Kent were much of the muchness today. Um mm. I couldn't separate either of them. I think they were both in the same level. Yes, I would agree in terms of all the players. They're probably down there with McGregor because McGregor had hee-haw to do, <laughs> apart from shout an awful lot near the end. But um, no, I thought Hadji played, had a fairly decent game today. He was far better than he was last week. But obviously last been, week he was... Scott Scotia, Christ. <laughs> I could have been better but last... COVID. <laughs> yeah. But I think what you've got to remember as well, since Gio's come in, Hadji's generally getting stuck out on the right wing. Yeah. Whereas today, like I said earlier, we seem right out in the right wing. Hadji in a wee bit more centrally, who he's better at. And I, I thought I thought it was fairly decent. He wasn't the best player, but yeah, like I say, him and Kent were much of a muchness. And they weren't bad. I was, what, six and a half out of ten? I would give both of them even a seven, actually, because all the other players were, you know, point above that in my book. Just so yes, I'm not being too harsh. Just that not, yeah, I'll give Kent a seven, but I'll give Hadji a six point five. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I just think I, I, I don't know. I just sometimes think he's trying too hard. He's kind of lost his. Not his confidence, he's definitely not lost confidence because he is a very confident player. But He's getting frustrated with himself as well. Yeah, yeah. You can see probably, that at probably, times. Yeah, he's, that's probably that, mate. He's probably frustrated within himself because he knows what he can do. I just think he's trying just a wee bit too hard. Again, though, I'm not, he wasn't, before Andy comes at me, I'm not saying he was bad. He just wasn't particularly good. I think that's the, the, the nicest way to put it. Right, we'll wrap up the rest of the game, lads. Um, Tav had an attempt from the second phase of a corner. Great tackles of a strike, but again, saved by Omic, who was 
really keeping the scoreline respectful for Zutman, as Ali mentioned earlier. Uh, Morelos then should make it three, though. Uh, Scott Wright, again, great winger work. Gets to the byline, picks out Morelos, but his attempt goes wide. Really should be three. To be honest, I wasn't too frustrated with it because we were in total control of that game. The game was effectively over. St. Martin were not going to score today. Uh, I don't even think they've had an attempt on target today. I've not checked the stats, but I don't think they have a, had a shot on target. So we were in no real danger. However, he should score that. Uh, in the last 10 minutes, still all Rangers. Um, I say the only thing we hadn't done this half is score. Play was still really, really good though. Looked dominant throughout the second half, and uh, we should have probably been about four up. If we're going to be completely honest, we probably should have been. There was one minute of added on time, but that was it. Really, a, a bit of a stroll in the park, and it finishes two 0 Ali, um, we probably should have won that four 0 I think if my math is correct, Scotia can correct me here if I'm wrong. If we'd have won three 0 today, that would have been equal with the free flowing amazing team from the other side of the city on goal difference. But, I mean, that's a very small negative to take away from a very comfortable and an impressive routine win again from Rangers under Gio. Yeah, I I mean, I spoke to my dad at halftime. We all said, I think the score will be at full time. I think the two of us said four, five. But watching that second half, I wasn't in the slightest bit disappointed that Rangers didn't no. score another goal because... I thought they were outstanding Rangers. They did everything but score. Like I says, Alwick and goal kept that respectable today. He he you could say he was man of the match with there because he pulled off some of the saves, but I thought Rangers were um very, very impressive once again. And um I'll use the word that I've used at Ibrooks under Geo in the last few weeks, routine once again. It was routine. But I just think some of the movement, some of the play, brilliant by Rangers and it was, as Scotia said in the group chat earlier on, it was the perfect Boxing Day game. It really was. I was, I had my brother-in-law coming up. I was going to hopefully bring my sister and my, my wee niece to come. <clears throat> and it would have been a perfect day because it was just a perfect day for Boxing Day football, especially if you're a Rangers fan. And yeah, 2-0. It was the biggest 2-0 doing I've seen in a football <laughs> match, if you want to say, because it was two going on whatever you wanted it to be. And um, if it wasn't for Jack Allen goal, it would have been probably about 4 5 6 nil. Yeah, Ali's probably right there, Scotia. That would have been a great game to be at today because we'd all have wandered back down Pudge Road West. Very happy with what we've just seen and joined the, enjoyed the rest of our boxing night. And Ali, I even stayed pretty sober yesterday. Um, there was a bit of a story behind about two years ago when you picked me up after my Christmas Day antics and I was not in a good way. But no. I stayed pretty sober yesterday, to be honest. I think I ate that much food. But yeah, it would have been a great day to be at Ibrox today and to enjoy that. It would have been a, a, a lovely outing on Boxing Day to see kind of friends and family. Uh, Scotia, your thoughts at full time, mate? Yeah, pretty much everything Ali says. I think maybe contradict myself here from things that I've said in the past, but you always get the feeling, you know, obviously... Win, winning is the most important thing regardless, you know, if it's a 1-0 win that's all that matters but sometimes you just want Rangers to kind of put the foot to the floor and just go for go for teams but that's been Rangers for as long as I can remember, there's been so many times where we get to 2-0 we just, yeah, we just see the game out, which, yeah, like I say ultimately at the end of the season that's what you want but it would be nice now and again if we could get one of these four or five nils because it would do it would do my coupon we coupon daft bets that I put on no joys of wonder with that coming in so um yeah really really pleased with the result I mean 
yeah, it was a Clive Clive Tilsley kept on saying it was like a training ground sort of performance because the amount of the ball that we had, there was a I think one of the St. Mirren defenders picked up the ball inside the 18 yard box and within about two seconds I think Bassey went right through him and took the ball back. That's how high up Goldson and Bassey were playing. It was um it was almost exhibition esque kind of stuff we were seeing from Rangers today at points. Really enjoyable. Very enjoyable. Uh, a great game to watch. Couldn't have asked for, for much more. Obviously, I want to see Rangers score five against a team like St. Murn, who are, are poor. Um, but you get what you, you... You reap what you sow, as they say. If you are um, playing a back 11 for 45 minutes of a match, you deserve to be beaten. Um, and Rangers have done that today, and I, I'm, I'm very happy with the performance and the stuff that we're seeing under Gio, the, the tinkering as we spoke about. I'm very happy with it. Ali, I'll come back to you, mate. Who was your man of the match today? Oh. Difficult. Well, it's not difficult, but I can't give it to Eribo again because I give it to Eribo every <laughs> week, and he's got too much champagne, Joe Eribo. I don't like to drink, so I'm not going. To, I'm not going to give it to Joe Eribo, even though I thought he was brilliant again. I'd like to give a special mention to James Tavernier. I thought he was absolutely outstanding. I thought Kamara was very good once again, sitting there two slack balls, but that's probably because he switched off a couple of times because it was too easy, but. And I thought Alfie was very good as well. Should have scored a hat trick. But Scott Wright, I thought Scott Wright. This was his first chance starting for start for the start for Rangers. And um, yeah, I, I thought he was um, very good. Got his goal. Probably not the goal he probably thought he would have scored if he was scoring a goal today. But yeah, all round play I thought was excellent. So um, Scott Wright for me, I'd agree with Neil McCann. Mm, yeah, mate. I'll. Uh... I'll echo that. I, I think that's a, a cracking shout. Uh, Scotia, your man of the match? Right, that's Ali went through six of the players there, so I've got five to choose from. <laughs> 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 he always does it, doesn't he? <laughs> oh, I, I like to give a special mention to this one, that one, this one. <laughs> <laughs> and Al McGregor for doing hee-haw. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be honest, I actually thought Ali was going to go with a rebuild. There's three names that I've got, and I thought, right, well, I'll go. If he goes with one of them, I'll go with the other one. Um, for me, my man of the match is going to be Kamara. I think he only made that one wee mistake later on in the game, yeah. but I thought he was brilliant. Yeah. Certainly in the first half, and I thought he was brilliant. And the way he was linking up with Aribo in the first half, they, they're just so good with the ball, um, and it, they're really enjoyable to watch at times. Yeah, well, I had noted down special mentions. Is obviously Ali right just rhymes off the whole team before you say it. But my special mentions were Scott Wright, uh, Bonner Barisic. Again, I thought he was he was pretty good today. Tavenier, I thought, was great. Kamara, again, thought was incredible. And obviously a rebo, but I'm going to give it to Morelos because he's my man and he's back. And he, he looks dangerous again. And he looks like he's enjoying his football and he looks happy. Um, he does look leaner. He does look fitter. And... He was unlucky. Um, the one, one in particular, that one that we, I spoke about, I mentioned the one that Scott Wright cut back to me should be scoring that. Everything else apart from that was just a wee bit unlucky. So I'll give it to Alfredo. Uh, but I can't disagree with Scott Wright or with Kamara. Um, I thought they were they were all good. Uh, and this is a, a recurring theme, lads, when we we're talking about games under Geo is we're, we're kind of changing who we're picking. Obviously, Aribo's been a standout, yes, but we've still had other players that we can talk about and not just one. So it's a, it's a good place to be in and it's a good place to enter this, the early winter break, if you like. So that'll do us. Carney, uh, yes, can I jump in and Alfie? It was something Neil McCann said that, do you think it's made a difference because Geo speaks Spanish? That, mm, that's maybe. Kenny 
boosted Alfie a wee bit. McCann had mentioned it when he was in the commentary during the game, and yeah, I think that might have something down to the way Alfie's kind of reacted since he's come in. Hmm. Either that, he just says run faster, Alfredo, when he's in training to get him moving a bit. Uh, and Spanish, <laughs> that maybe helps. Um, but, yeah, but I know, no, Scotia, I know what it was. He bought his uh, Gio bought his wife a, a balloon shop for Christmas. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't pay for balloons anymore. <laughs> so he's happier. He's happier. He doesn't need to spend money on balloons anymore. Uh, but yeah, it's very possible, mate. He, he might be feeling more relaxed, more settled. Who knows? Um, or maybe he's just. Maybe Gio's just gave him the, a wee extra shot of confidence. Not that Alfredo Morelos really needs it, but I think he's maybe just believing yourself, Alfredo, the same way he's done with, with a few other players. So uh, I just think it's good to have Alfredo back, and I'm I'm excited to to can to continue to see this. And obviously, we need to wait now. But Ali, um, thank you very much, mate. I hope you continue to feel better and not feel worse. And I'll hopefully see you soon. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I need to stick my wind, my head out the window for a bit of fresh air sometimes because I can't go outside. So I might need to resort to doing a Joe Wicks in here. That's like the lockdown from two oh years ago. So you can't do it. I'm living a flat, so it's quite it's hard to exercise. So um, I I'm nearly halfway through my isolation, so I'm looking forward to getting out and um, me and Scotia going a wee date for a, a few beverages and maybe something to eat as well. So there we go. I've got something to look forward to, Scotia. Thanks, Scotia, mate, and haste you back, mate. Haste you back. Yeah, cheers. I've got the football and the darts to get me through all this, so it's fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll manage. Yeah, so yeah, that'll do. As I say, shameless plug for me. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, like the videos, give us a wee five star rating on Apple Podcasts, leave a comment, follow our socials, as it really does support us and helps us get out to as many Rangers fans as possible. So into the winter break we go earlier than we expected, but it is what it is. Um, just on a personal note as well, thank you to everybody for the support you gave us over the last year. It's been uh, pretty incredible. We could not have done this without you, uh, and. Uh, if we don't speak to you before the, the new year, uh, we all wish you a, a very happy new year and all the best for 2022. So six points clear and a happy new year. So we are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, and I'll speak to you all next time. Cheers, folks. Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.